0: Welcome to Bikes, Berms, and Brews. I'm Lexi Pichot, and I'm here with...
1: I'm Jessica Longname. And Danika White.
0: Today, we're going to talk about uh, this special thing that happens in the community here in Calgary called Surf and Berms. Uh, we're going to we're gonna quiz Danika on on what that is. I know we have a lot of followers here that might already know what it is, but we're going to dive a little bit uh, deeper to see what goes behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, the who, what, where, when, why of surfing berms
2: i'm soaked and uh, my mic is nice and solid tonight so we're
1: good we're ready for this i'm hyped thanks for having me <laughs> of course thanks for coming on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh we didn't really talk about how we would start it but i'd say we just started from the beginning i think you tell us the origination story of how berms started what was the first berms event
2: heck yeah okay so i'm stoked on this because i think it's pretty cool when people show up to an event or see us wearing berms merch and people just straight up think it's a brand when we were it at- is it is a it brand no but when we went to beeline somebody was like tell me more about your brand and I'm like that's so rad this is something that we never thought we just thought it would be our our ride and not an actual thing on merch that nobody even knows the backstory of it right like I think this is so rad that I, I'm i able to sit here with you two and talk about this and that's how we met and that is, is
1: true that yes. is true yeah I think we'll start with the how it started and stuff and then get to like my view of it and then also maybe Lexi's view of it because i be like you're deep 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 into it (laughs) i'm very service level and lexi's pretty deep into it too this is sick okay so how it started it would have been back in
2: 2016 i was working at psychworks foothills so we were doing a lot of like cwf um kind of events and the shop would go out and do some rides and at that time i've been racing nationals since 2012 that's kind of our time that we would take time off work and go go to the nationals and during that time danae arnett was racing and camille
1: Bunko, danae Giroux before the arnett oh yeah i think i think a couple people would only remember from the original name the new name is totally yeah
2: (laughs) fast champion epic ladies racers and at that time it would have been under the cmrc umbrella and I feel like I was just kind of coming in at the end of when women's racing was getting support. Like I think my first couple of years I would show up and the races were happening, but there was some women's efforts being put in behind the scenes that you just didn't know about because you're showing up to the race. Yeah. And what happened through those couple of years is I could be wrong on saying this, but I think there was going to be no women's series. So Danae and Camille ended up taking it up on their own time volunteering. I think Danae even raced the one year while volunteering on the side of it. Yep. And they were the reason that we had women's races. 100%. Yeah. So it's absolutely wild to see that. So then we started seeing that and then more ladies started getting involved. Um, Christy Moore ended up taking over that volunteer spot for the whole season. But what was happening is... These ladies are volunteering to put on their own series with zero funding from the series.
1: I think there's like a pretty iconic women's moto photo of, I could be so wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've seen this photo before, of Danae wearing a headset, <laughs> organizing something to do at the National with her gear on. Rob- so it's like she just got off her moto. She probably has to also go on the podium because she was like top yeah. dog and she's like, running the show getting the trophies ready doing all that so like that was huge oh it gives me goosebumps just thinking about that because obviously i'm not going to jump
2: ahead but present day there's girls that probably weren't even born back then that are racing right now that would have no idea right that's my day we walked uphill both ways but so it's pretty wild like danae was a huge inspiration on that and so when christy moore Took over some of the series. Um, I know we were trying to raise money and it was for payout. And this is kind of when everything got a little bit more clear. So they were doing bottle drives at the track. And at this point, I'm working at Works Foothills. I met Megan Hallen at the time. She's Megan Mass now. But we became really good friends from working through the shop. And it kind of, it kind of budded from that. And I can get into it more, but through PsychoWorks, we ended up doing a lessons. Where Psychoworks put it on, we had four teachers, and we gave all that money back to the series. So it was myself, Tamla Whiteside, I think Matt Scott, Charlie Johnston, maybe j c. taught as well, too, but we did this class, and we had, I think it was a hundred bucks a person that showed up. They knew a hundred percent of it went back to the series. And I want to say we had over 20 people show up. Wow. So it was like yeah. a good of change that ended up going mm-hmm. to the nationals. We were super stoked on that. And then we brought that back and then we're working at the shop and me and Megan worked close all the time. So we'd try and just come up with other ideas. And at this point we were going riding at her house quite a bit and she was nervous to show up to the track. So we kind of had this overlapping of, well, there's got to be more girls like Megan that have that nervous feeling of getting that first step in. Myself, like I've been riding since I was super young. I'll show up to any track and be a complete spud out there and have zero care, right? But then I kind of, Felt that way when I was trying new disciplines. Like, you're nervous to show up. Is it, mm-hmm. am I in the way? Is everyone watching me? Mm-hmm. So, we kind of got to have these discussions, and Megan got her dad on board to host a private ride day at their family track.
1: Oh, sick. And
2: all the money would go back to the Canadian Women's Series. Oh, yeah. So how many it, people showed up for that one? It was pretty cool how many people showed up. So, we did. I want to say it was 60 bucks cash because obviously it was just, at this time, everything was cash. and Nothing was <laughs> slightly
1: business. illegal.
2: Yeah, it was <laughs> just like a donation basis. So they'd pay us cash and we'd just give it straight back to the series. Um, And then we came up with the name. I remember brainstorming with
1: my brother names and he was coming up with all these hilarious names. And I'm like, I don't want it. I know there's a notebook somewhere with all these hilarious names.
2: Well, yeah in my in my blurry, <laughs> cloudy brain that has way too much happening in it, but we went back and forth so much, and I always love that surf vibe. I always said that I was born a surfer in the prairies, and <laughs> I got to moto so that <laughs> so we came up with surf and berms because I didn't want it very uh, at that time it was like the women's motocross stuff, even from before that I always hated like ponytails on helmets for trophies mm. and the ponytail looks so dumb and you're like i just want to be a rider not a girl yeah. now looking back and everything's on everything's pink <laughs> everything's pink and it's funny now looking back on it because i feel like we're all talking about this this is a whole nother story just how how it was weird being a female in sport where you just wanted to be just a rider and not classified as somebody else so yeah so, yeah, so all this kind of snowballed into Surf and Berms. We came up with the name. We didn't want it like super girly, but still fun. And kind of if, if you know what a berm is, you you know, if you don't, you ask questions and it's kind of a fun little discussion. Yeah. So the first one, we probably, geez, looking back on it for sure, like we filled her her farm. It was pretty rad. Like, well, I want to say like 45 riders, but I could be wrong.
1: Oh, and I it was like both women and men.
2: This was just women.
1: Okay. oh, ladies only. And 45 ladies showed up to Maggie's long, backyard. Say, I'm sure 30. Whoa. If not awesome. 30 plus.
2: Because we had some ladies that were super new that didn't even go into the big track. Because the big track is would be like a blue level track. Mm-hmm. And then this is what sparked us going to the track next and just hosting our community builder ride. Like that's how it evolved. Because all of a sudden we hosted this one day off. And we're like, there's this many chicks that showed up, paid money, rode. It's, I love the track. Yeah. PTF is, it's like a dream track. It's right in the it middle is it still line. there? It's, it's still there. It's their private, private track. But yeah, Terry's a legend. He's out there in his, in his
1: tractor, just grooming it. And so let's, let's like, uh, I don't really know Megan all that well. So she didn't race nationals. You did. Totally. She her family rode obviously if they had a private track yeah you have like a brother or something yep so she has
2: there's a bunch of those m's we've got mitch and mason which rode the provincial series okay and they would be like they're all i think a year or two years apart so we knew the brothers kind of before i got really close with megan and provincial races we'd always be riding with each other and terry would show up and terry would race as well and that's their dad so his family, family Ran. They were amazing. They would show up with their fifth wheel and all the kids' bikes. But yeah, it was mostly Mitch and Mason that rode. And then Megan had a bike, would ride occasionally on the farm, but not a lot because it's like the brother's thing to do, right? Yeah. And then she ended up needing a job. So she started as a receptionist at PsychWorks. So oh, wow. she kind of worked hand in hand with me. And hmm. I'm pretty persistent with getting people to come riding.
0: Shocking. <laughs> Uh, Things never change. Nothing
2: changes. I feel like there's probably a handful of people in here being like, "Oh, oh yeah,
1: she got me out riding." So annoyed, but it's there's great literally a ever. gear bag behind you because you're forcing me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna be so thankful. We oh, I'm you. pumped! I'm pumped! I'm just playing it up. Um. So yeah. So she didn't. So she didn't race. she grew up though at the track and still didn't feel comfortable riding at wild Road. Correct. Let's I th- say.
2: I think like even myself as a kid, even going into a bike shop, I feel like there was those years. That you're nervous as a teenage female showing up to a bike mm-hmm.
1: shop, right? But really, not looking back. How would you know, guys feel that at all? Like, I wonder if a dude has ever like walked into a bike shop and been like, "Oh, I'm nervous." Maybe like, like if know. they
2: walked into Victoria's Secret as a twelve-year-old boy. Oh,
1: you think that's the explanation? <laughs> <laughs> you think that's that's <laughs> how you would describe to a guy? Listen, I walked into a bike shop and it was like you walking into Victoria's Secret. Even now, that's I feel like a that was old be- boy, you know. I'm like, man, should Charlie really walk into Victoria's Secret? Like, would he feel comfy?
2: Close fists. I'd like, 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 even that.
1: I'm uncomfortable in there. Like, I agree. Going there,
2: I'm like, these women are very <laughs> like, intimidating. Wear some of these things. I know they're wild. That's not my <laughs> <I'm all laughs> a wild place these days. Yeah, it place. is a wild place. Mall rats. I'm just, yeah, I think it was just a, a huh. being a. Female, female girl yeah and her brothers are doing it flawlessly but i think it wasn't until she started working at the bike shop getting that confidence getting hassled by me and then me being like why are you coming to the track and all this and then me realizing that there's there's girls it's... that own bikes that are nervous to show up and
1: somewhere and ride hmm, yeah i guess that's that's kind of like a female problem that i didn't really register yeah, I think it's like it's
2: it's hard with our sport because you either got a relative that rides or you're born into yeah. it or it's kind of that hard one to get into if
1: you don't know anyone. It's very, is a very difficult sport. Even
0: then, it. like I feel like it's so intimidating when you when you pull up to the track even and you think like I don't know, it's like everyone has fancy bikes and rigs and yeah. all yeah. this gear and all this stuff and you might just be like just getting started and trying to figure out like for sure you don't even know where the clutch is yet and you're just trying to figure it all out and when you you get put in those situations sometimes everything just feels so overwhelming like it's even like like I've had this before too when you're like get yourself into any kind of new environment like last year I was like I want to try rock climbing or like you go try a new gym and you're like ah I don't know where like this is or I don't know where that is oh I'm in someone's way oh like you know what I mean like I think you get those same feelings yeah at the track, being a new person.
1: I guess, I guess now that as you were saying that I registered last year, I went out to Paula on like in between like Anaheim 1 and the next race. <laughs> and I definitely felt that nervousness, I guess, now that I think about it, it's like, who, who's going to be here is like Ken Rocks and showing up. And you that, I guess that nervousness did kick in in that moment. Yeah. And it's
2: crazy, like yourself, you've ridden for how many years? Yeah. To show up to Paula in California, Fox Raceway. Yeah. Which is a chill place to show up to, but. It's like intimidating. I, like, I was just a
1: girl by myself. I rented a bike from a dude, for sure. and you can tell like it was like it was like a camp kind of situation where you can like rent a bike, and there was a bunch of dudes on a camp that knew each other, and you could tell that look of like, who's this chick? And you knew they were all staring. They were all seeing like oh, she doing. Oh, like, I like, tell that by yeah that's yeah. Even though, you like, like, no. So and I think that's for everyone. I don't think that's I think and there
2: one. and I don't think that like I don't want. to. This to come off wrong i don't think there's any negative in it i feel like it's a perspective yeah, and totally just like breaking that wall yeah so you realize that no nobody nobody, nobody cares that you're new sh- totally no, no nobody's that's exactly watching it. you no you're not in anyone's way like no. it's so funny because we do feel that way when we try different disciplines totally. yeah but I, I feel like especially in moto
0: that that there's Yeah,
2: there's like
0: I think more people are like more people, more people are trying to. I would say more people are like looking out for you in the sense of like, hey, if you need help unloading or hey, if you need help with this stuff, then it is like, oh, I wonder like what kind of bike they have or like how fast they can be or whatever. Like nobody actually cares. Yeah, they're more just like looking out for you, like. Have you guys ever, like, driven down the road and you see someone's, like, truck is broken down and they have a bike in the back? Like, obviously, I'm going to stop for that guy and out. make sure they're okay. Yeah. Like, same 100%, thing, right? Like, 100%. no matter what it is. And I think that's something that we
2: just really wanted to show. And that's right. Like, I love moto so much. Like, there is, mm-hmm. that, that that's my favorite thing is you could show up anywhere. Yeah, you might be nervous for a couple minutes and at any level, but that person beside you is going to be an absolute homie. They're going to want to totally. dance with you. You're going to make a freaking friend. Totally. I don't know how we had that first one at Megan's. And then I, I, I think we threw one more the year after. And it snowed. And then we started going to the track. I would kind of have to see the in-between. I know the track one wasn't, like, it was just a... It wasn't like a, this is what's going to happen. It was just an open invite. Hey, we're just going to show up to the track and we'll be there on the third track. That's not prepped. Oh, and they just started that way. Like a- after doing this, so many people have started showing up. So yeah, we've had to discuss with the Wild Rose board and stuff and have yeah. to set it and plan it and give
1: them notice. But
2: yeah, it it just kind of happened.
1: Okay. So like so the first official so the first one was a rough program, loose program at uh Megan's house. And yeah. then the fir- next one following that was at Wild Rose. I
2: think we did two at, at Megan's so house Megan. where all the money went to the national. And was that the program. same year
1: or one year and then I think it was year.
2: one year and then the other. I'd have to look back to Facebook memories, but I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> Thank God for Facebook. <laughs> it was documents with Facebook memories. I think it was one year. And then we did that, Race the Nationals, all that good stuff. And then it was the next year, we maybe did it at Megan's, and then that's when the track one started shortly after. Because we had, the thing was, we had girls showing up to ETF, so the Palin Training Facility, we'd call it. <laughs> okay. So we had girls showing up to the berms nights there that couldn't go to the big track. And okay. were like, you got to show up to the Wild Rose. There's so many good places for you to start and get comfortable and confident mm-hmm. and they're just like oh we well, we'll we won't show up there it's yeah. too busy we don't race and then we're just explaining it of hey this is what it's like Yeah, and so many were so interested to come try it out so we had so many girls interested that we just thought if we just throw out a night we'll volunteer our time and be there because these were these started as cash flow the series Mm -hmm. and then it went to the next thing which was getting more girls comfortable on bikes yeah because we're like okay we we did the cash thing to that what can we do to still give back and then we started selling like water bottles and merch with the berms logo on it and then all the merch proceeds went to the series
1: and what was the series's reaction to like the donations and like the obviously the I think it was
2: just like pretty regular. (laughs) It was
1: CMRC at the time, right?
2: Yeah, but we just give it to, I think it was twice. Like we just gave whatever cash it was to whoever was organizing it at that time. And then, so I think it went two years giving it to the organizers. And then the next year, something happened with the national series and planning. And I feel like things got muddy. So we ended up being like, hey, let's try and do something for Wild Rose. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would have to go back and look, but we ended up starting to do like payback and then we would do rider entry fees. So we oh, tried yeah. to pay for all the three, six, one summer slam ladies. Uh, my dream when we started doing payback and stuff, I'm like, I want to get a 40 ladies. Yeah. I want to get a 40 ladies. I think this would be so sick. I don't care if you make one lap. Yeah. Like that's kind of always been my backside of it. I know it's, like we we have different calibers and we want I'm like, let's fill a gate. That yeah. is my Yeah, you've
1: ultimate. made that like pretty clear even with nationals and stuff. It's like you always say, I don't care if you're getting last place, just Show up. go up to nationals and race. Yeah. Which is like sounds terrible for women's moto, but it's also a great start. That's for like sure. very good start to fill up the gate because it's a matter of time before that like, gate's full before half of those girls are super fast for sure then three quarters and then that's like a good start
2: exactly yeah so i think it kind of went from that transition of putting the funds into the nationals and then turning it back into local stuff so we started the first one at wild rose though i was like if we get i always say if we get one girl it's gonna be great but I, i always say if we get five girls i'll be pumped i just remember standing there and there was, for sure, over 20, under 30 that showed up to the first one. Well, what year was that? That would have been probably 2018, oh, 2017. Not- OK, so like not that long ago. But I just remember looking at this and being like, there has never been this many females on bikes at Wildrose ever. And I just had this feeling of like overwhelming joy. it's such a so cool yeah it's a wild thing to think that's a a, a crazy thing to see but yeah the majority of members are men it and that's what you see in this sport and and we're just trying to bridge that gap and make it easier so we're like yeah there's definitely a need for this so i feel like we did and what this was was showing up to wild rose we now call them community builder rides because what that entailed was they just paid gate fee there was nothing that they paid surf and berms for us to be there so we're just volunteering our time to be there all night and
1: wild rose was totally down they didn't charge you like a track
2: rental or anything well, The first when we just showed
1: up <laughs> you didn't even tell wild rose
2: because no, there's just a third track <laughs> sitting there so we <laughs> showed up and then all of a sudden it ended up getting bigger and bigger that we're like oh we, should... we had to have those
1: discussions like i, I have yeah so now now it's a a, no. a year ahead that and what is wild rose's response to the fact that like not to get ahead of ourselves. The last one, like, 80, 90 girls showed up. I, I, I would...
2: I was, I assume, stoked. Um, <laughs>
1: I think the, sure I was, so. I, the
2: coolest one was I was at the AGM because the track, not-for-profit, ran by a board of directors. Every year there'll be a annual gen- general meeting, the AGM that happens, usually January time. And I want to say it was three... Oh geez, maybe even four years ago, it was definitely like three years ago because it was before I was on the board for the track. And one of the members, Dave Aginski, just beautiful, beautiful soul of a family. There, he pointed out the increase of women's memberships from the year to the next year, and he's like, "That's surfing berms. Look at this." And he was the one as a member, as a member showing me this stuff. That's crazy. I was like, "This is so sick." And then you can wow. see on the AGM days the amount of people that came through the park on each specific day. So it's pretty cool. I'll go through and I'll circle the berms days and you can just see it's like a little peak because the females bring their
1: yeah, male huh?
0: friends, their kids, their family, everything, right? That's so super cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So maybe like because we kind of skipped ahead a bit. Oh, maybe geez. now, well maybe we're bouncing all over the place. This is, this, this, this this is, this is what happens this is on the pod. It's So now can you explain a bit more like what a night looks like For sure. what happens i mean we're, we're 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 so lucky now we get even like treks prep prepped accordingly um so maybe just like dig into what those nights look like now and yeah. where they are
2: yeah so the nights at wild rose that we do because that's kind of our bread and butter It's our spot to give back uh that's our community builder nights the biggest thing on a prep track whether it's that night or any other night at wild rose is it's funny all of us riders are like we need a prep track but they're prepping tracks for dust control so when you have that many riders coming out and you know they're going to be on that track that's like why there's water laid down so i'd say that was the big thing it's not like (laughs) it's not to make cake (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think that's like the big thing um like the track's been amazing now allowing us to keep doing this but I feel like it's not so much an allowing thing on our end like we're just stoked to be helping these females show up and feel comfortable so our regular night there is we'll be at the track it's a community builder night so again it's just gate fee spectating's free which is the amazing part of the track itself it's anyone can show up anytime join the community you don't need a bike whether it's yeah whether it's birds (laughs) or not right like come hang out and um yeah. So now we have amazing sponsors that support it. It it was when we'd sell merch, we'd put it back to it and we still do that. I think there's a lot of effort on the behind scenes, but we have snacks and treats set up for the ladies. we got giveaways set up for the ladies. We'll have one area of riding reserved for ladies and girls. I, I say that now, but it's a very like slow paced lap. So usually you can tell if somebody's on there just like ripping a moto it's either going to be a dude that doesn't know or just a lady that's shredding we're like hey we just got to slow down a bit so it's very Mm -hmm. a confidence building night and
0: and there's so many people that come out like how many did we see and like i mean every every event this happens but it's like people that have never been to the track before people that ride street and want to try riding off-road or like new kids for like sure. people of all ages that come out and try it, which is so cool. And like, and like going back to the, the prep track thing is like, we're not prepping, getting the pre- the track prepped for deep, gnarly ruts. It's like flat and safe. So you for can sure. kind of navigate yourself all through the track without having the fear of like getting stuck or not getting yourself out or even like, yes, you can always fall over. I mean, I fall over in the parking lot sometimes, but yeah. without having these super gnarly ruts to go through it's far more tame
2: for yeah. sure yeah so it's more of a
0: like uh all levels always
2: encouraged out of events we like to yeah. say like if you're on a tiny pw you're probably not going to make it around any of the big tracks and that's for certain on any day there's like 50s aren't technically allowed on the big tracks right so if you're a little pw You'll go on the extreme beginner track, which is a great confidence builder. We like to say like there's levels to build your confidence to get to that. And then once you're ready for the big track, there's berms crew out there, which is a the berms crew is ladies that have volunteered their time to be there. So we're just there to help lead people around and get comfortable. And the great thing about Surf and Berms is there's it's not a membership thing. Like people ask me all the time, how do you join? And it's anyone can join. And it's we do lessons for girls boys men women but we just do these one-off events where it'll very clearly say if it's a ladies and girls ride but it's always welcoming like bring your whole family out so they can hang out and see it but this is mom's night out this is daughter's night out this is sister's night out it's so cool to see brothers out there and they're kind of that they can't ride out there but it's so cool I like hype your
0: sister up Yeah. Oh, to be sick you know what my favorite thing is is now seeing all these like younger racers that are bringing their moms yes. to the track like that yeah. so
2: cool yeah that's where your cool. racer like Sam Meshi, brings his mom yes. and he's not even riding usually those nights he yeah. just brings Kend out and she's ripping around on her TTR just having the best time like that those those are full circle moments where I feel like you get stuck in a rut, <laughs> and you just like oh. don't see the big picture right and then you see these individuals just coming out and when i put that perspective into showing up to a surf and berms night for some ladies is like showing up to the national for us where it's like they marked that on their calendar they're planning to come to it that's their only time they're coming to the track until the next berms night that's super cool. it's it's super cool right mm-hmm. and we've seen the succession of doing these community builder rides of girls that have shown up to that, that never rode the track before that, that are now very serious up and coming ladies racers.
1: I think it's like, it's, it's very clear that right now in Canadian women's moto, Calgary is the spot. And I think it's so crazy that it's direct. It's like so clear, direct result of surfing berms. And it's like, how much longer until you do this at every region? I know, right? Would that be sick? <laughs> like, what, like, how sick would it be to become like a franchise and it's like every region has like surf and berm events like once a month? It'd be sick. I would, I would, so
2: maybe I'm putting it on the record too soon is I would never franchise it out. I would always want to be involved with it because i want to be at every single one <laughs> so i want to make sure that the no franchise <laughs> yes to <laughs> private jet <laughs> yes <laughs> yes to showing up around so yeah so that's kind of where it has shifted this year is we did our first hate event that's our event so before it's all been volunteer or cash back to the series where this year it's been registered as a small female-owned business is that oh, been, yeah. like an announcement? Like, is that, has oh, that been known? Oh yeah, because like with um, 100%. doing lessons, we need insurance. Uh, we had to register, so then we have a bank account and stuff like that, but and, and I trust just me, got an trust idea. Trust like... has not made us any
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much a wash. <laughs> Welcome to Moto, period. Yeah. And then Women's Moto on top of that. But no, I'm stoked. Like, I hope
2: eventually that it'll just keep building and we get more people in the sport, and I'm stoked to have it as, because on my end, and personal life like I was like this is a great time to do this as a business and be able to have a business number and go work for companies and be able to have berms as a brand that it does it all right we, we always laugh yeah does yeah. Burms is kind of your thing so yeah so then this year we started Camp Huckabuck mm-hmm. and we could probably dive into that pretty deep but so right now kind of how the events for berms work is we have community builder rides And those are our volunteer ran. usually there's one a month throughout the year, whether that's Wild Rose or then we'll go to Beeline Indoor Bike Park and we'll ride bikes indoors. So same thing, like we're not charging anyone as surf and berms to be there. We're just dedicating our time because we're stoked to get people on bikes. And then we'd meet at a pump track or a coffee shop and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a community builder each month. And then Camp Pockevac has been new this year, which this is kind of what Lexi and I got to dreaming.
0: We were dreaming of many years
2: ago. Yeah, we sat and we've said this before in the Starbucks parking lot and kind of said what our dreams are with women in sports and kind of giving back. And I feel like uh, that kind of goes back to our question at the start of the episode is how we all kind of met. But it was kind of that common thread that like you were, you had the same, ideas and passions and it kind of sounds crazy to somebody maybe not in our industry to be like we're so passionate about getting females on bikes that like
1: it we kind of sound like psychopaths but oh no, no no I think I think in every sport there's a group of women totally that are thinking the same exactly way. that's what it's kind of gonna say like I know
2: in snowboarding and skiing like you hear this all over and it's so freaking rad that all these chicks are doing this, but it, it's just cool that that's how, yeah. that's how for sure Lexi and
0: I connected. Totally. Mm-hmm. When I think too, like what we forget often is that this is pretty much an individual sport in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. We're not drafted onto a team and we're not traveling to all the races together as a bus of however many people. <laughs> but I think the community is what continues to bring us back. And I think being a female not really knowing your place, not really knowing like like starting out or even just going to a new track. Even if I was to go to a new track, like I do think that I do have some of those like insecurities in a lot of ways, like just my personality, like, oh God, where do I park or whatever. is as dumb as that is, but For you're sure. like overanalyzing it. But I think all these events that you've done so well with it, like there's a lot of things that are off the bike that create this place where you can have conversations with other people and meet new other people where You might be exhausted after doing five laps on the track and now you just need to like hang out. So like having snacks there, having games there, having like the berms crew around and just being able to talk to other people and share your stories and how many friendships that I mean, I've I've gained tons of friendships from it. And I'm sure lots of other people have, too, where it makes you feel like a little bit more like it's easier to come to the track or, you know, you can reach out to that person and say, hey, man, I'm going to go ride this weekend. Do you want to come
1: for sure? It's kind of like, oh, I'm not the only person that's had this experience. Like, it's like, oh, I'm not alone in feeling like... Like, it's it's kind of weird to... Especially, I feel like I grew up, like, very... With a bunch of dude friends, like, racing dirt bikes. Like, I think we all kind of just adapt to the dude mentality, kind of. Where it's like, oh, I'm the one with the weird, like, thing there. But really, it's... It's like females kind of all over would understand that feeling of going to a track. Whereas I don't think I'd, it'd be interesting to hear a guy's perspective of like, I don't think those guys are feeling that. I don't think like guys need surfing berms to like show up at the track or do they?
2: I think that'd be like a whole. <laughs>
1: Another... I should ask oh, boys. Something. I think, yeah, um... I'd love to know that. Like, I don't know if guys feel that same way.
0: But right. I think it's so special. Sorry, Dendra. But I think it's so special when you can like connect with another female. Like,
1: yeah, I'm so stoked yeah. that us three. That have, was the better way of saying. Like, <laughs> kind of where I was trying to get. I was like, I, I can't like talk to the bros and be like, hey, dude, it's kind of weird to just show up at this track, right? Yeah, on like, up, Jessica. Like, you're a pussy. Get up. <laughs> I think. Um. Yeah, I think. Oh, there's so
2: many good conversations to have on all sides of that. I, I feel like it. It would be the same on both sides, but I do think there is a total difference in a female mentality where like if it it, just showing up to the track and being in somebody's way and having and thinking somebody's watching you and then being nervous if there's no other females there I feel like that's a really weird situation which that's usually a regular night of the track is one of us riding and maybe another female right like I could go I could do a I was gonna say, I could do a 30 minute moto and not see a lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my. The lie in that part was the 30 minute moto, not the girl. <laughs> I could go out and do a good five lapper and not... <laughs> like mid national season right now. You can, you can do
2: five laps. Wow. Oh, wow! <laughs> I know, but like, like on a regular night showing up to the track. and I feel like Surf and Berms kind of bridge that gap, and I think it's kind of cool for. Like the dude side of it as well, too, because we get so many unaware people as well that we're answering so many questions and it's individuals of all walks of life. And that's where kind of Lexi and I, when we met in that, in that Starbucks parking lot is Lexi was super passionate about doing a female only kind of weekend riding event. And I was like, oh, I'm so down on that. And we'll have to get into more and can talk about that. So that was how that one. Came how about. long
1: ago was that?
2: Before it was it was during the start of COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. we talked about this. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. But okay. that was the start of COVID. Probably what was what year is that? 2019? Something. Yeah, like. that. Dude, I can't believe like that was
1: that long ago. Yeah, it's
2: wild. Like it's, that's wild. So it was almost like four, three or four years ago that Lexi and I met up. We hardly even had a full conversation before this point. We're like, let's go have coffee. We have some common interests. I don't even know. It was probably Instagram. But we showed up and we just had this. Freaking bro down of how much we love moto and we just we're seeing the same things and we're just kind of like this this pod here you know we're just all looking into each other's eyes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is such a great time. Yeah,
2: we love slap Eye vibes. So yeah, we came up with all these plans and um, Lexi was way like came to the surf and berms I think just before that and was like this is insane right and like she just showed up to one and was like the community's awesome and and yeah so we just started kind Of working on it together, Megan has moved to Texas, but she still comes in, so yeah. We've got Megan Mess as Berms Crew, Lexi Pacheco, Jan Van, we've got Kasha. Oh, I'm gonna mess her last name up so bad. kostelski uh, <laughs> we all laugh. Michelle McCarthy, so these are oh, and Jenny. Jan, hold on, I can't, I can't mess up Jenny's last name. Devon Lamontang.
1: But no, 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 no. Say it French. Give it more. Devon
2: Lamontang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> amazing group of ladies that all kind of like it's not like an assigned job that they applied for a position. They just started showing up to every single Surf and Burms ride and helping ladies. Yeah. And then it got to the point where they were at every single ride helping so many ladies that we were like, we gotta put a marker on these ladies so people know who to talk to when they show up when they're new. So it's kind of been this evolution of berms crew, which is our volunteer ladies that show up. And it's amazing because just between the, what is it? Seven of us, six of us, seven, I think, including myself, is there so many different levels of rider and how long we've been riding and the disciplines of our riding and our age. And there's so much, differences there and then we just all come together on bikes and we're just so stoked for each other and I love them so much like the greatest group of humans. So that's been amazing. So that's how the berm screw started. So the berm crew are ladies that are easily identifiable when you show up to a surf and berm tribe. They're probably gonna be in a fox tactical hydration vest, which looks like a sick SWAT vest with a surf and berms patch on it and a citizen brewing patch. And these ladies are just there to slap high fives, get you comfortable on a regular surf and berms night we're gonna we do a lead lap and what that is is just a very chill we have a leader and a follower so the ladies feel comfortable going out there at a super smooth pace and they can see that track because i feel like that's the next step that they have to get past they have to first get to the track and then the next one's getting to know people at the track and then it's well what way does this track even go right so we're leading them around and I think that's been super helpful because then the ladies can just circulate the tracks by themselves and everyone helps each other out it it really it it really does take a village so it's pretty cool to see it all come
0: together you know what's so great about the whole surf and berms thing and I think you've really changed I think like you as a person have just like your personality is just infectious It's It's, it's the Danica effect it really is but you know what's really cool is that there's don't you <laughs> um is that I feel like in a lot of sports it's like if it's male dominated there's like this side where you have a bunch of women and it's like they're always trying to fight to be like the best female there's like none of that that happens at these events like no one's like oh, I gotta put down the fastest lap or like I'm the best here it's just like everyone is equally as stoked we're there for the purpose of riding bikes not like trying to be the best we're helping everyone that's around like and it's it makes me so happy to see that because more of my background was from riding off road as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I came in road moto for a little bit. I didn't really know anyone, but you kind of like when you're young, you're like kind of scared to talk to people. And when you have, when everyone's mentality is to be open and welcoming and happy and encouraging, it completely changes the like the the path that you're gonna go on. Yeah, I think mm.
2: hearing you say that is super cool because I feel like it's been a lot of work for us key ladies in our sport to to really I I don't know how to say it, like get that out there and be a positive role model and I know like obviously we we're all dumb kids at some point like you know what I mean like I was a, I was a, everyone's a shit kid at some point but you would get those learning experiences and I feel like in the motor motorsports industry and the moto community you learn those a lot faster, you have experiences, kind of like real life situations that can put you on the path. But I feel like it's just been such an amazing community to grow up in that everyone's always been so kind. But I have been. And a, I don't want to say that the ladies racing hasn't always been like that. But that's why I really try and like, try and be that spokesperson to be positive And Yeah, showing up to the line and being nice to others and slapping high fives. They're like, yeah, in your helmet, you might be like, oh, my God, I hate this Mm. person so much. This total knob. But, like, keep that in you. Yeah. Like, that's your own self-talk. And at the end of the day, you got to do some work on yourself to figure this out. But I remember being on a line. I probably was on my YZ125 or 85. So I would have been under 14 for sure. And I remember sitting there and the girl beside me. Looked at the girl beside her and just started ripping her apart for having mascara on. Like being like, you just showed up to the line with mascara on. And I have no idea who this was. Like, I'm sorry if I'm calling you out and you remember this exact situation. (laughs) Can you imagine? It was me. They're like, (laughs) probably in mascara being like, oh, thank God. I look like a natural rider, like natural beauty right now. Like, so stupid. And I just remember that feeling. And it wasn't even... Like if that girl is probably yelling at me, I probably would never rode again. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that girl is probably getting yelled at. Probably has never shown up on a dirt bike again. Totally. And that blew my mind so much that I'm like, I don't like. Who would give a shit? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna drop an F bomb. Fucking look like <laughs> what you're showing up on? Like that's why I love berms. I love the community that we're trying to like. I I, I'm lost for the word, but like show up with your nails done, your false eyelashes on, show up no makeup. Freaking have your hair however you want. If you want to tuck that ponytail into your goggle strap, I'll probably tell you that's not a good choice, but
1: (laughs) do it. Still do it. You know what I mean? Like do it. Like do I I doubt you would even tell them that. that Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, like, that's great. We gotta feature this. But you know what I mean? Like
2: you be you. And I feel like that's the amazing thing about the moto industry in general is usually you can show up anywhere. You can be yourself. You can be whoever you want to be. And if there's some dickhead making fun of you, that's their own dickhead. Like, that's going to be the yeah. one in a million that you're going to meet up yeah. with. Yeah. And it's just like, go ride your bikes. Have some fun. You be
1: you. Like, yeah. I think, um, I think I was with you. I think it was Shane that said it. And it was like this week. He was like, it's so crazy to watch the ladies' class come off the track and every single one of them stop, high five, hug, and it's like all these like good vibes after the ladies' race. I think all the guys notice it, and it's super... It's not. It's not like I think a lot of guys have the perspective and think like, oh, girls aren't competitive. Girls don't want to win, blah, blah blah. That couldn't be further on oh, yeah. the There's probably ninety nine meltdowns in trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Exactly, exactly. Like all these girls are like so pumped because we're friends. Like everybody's yeah. friends, but there is that competitive side. Everybody does want to win, even though you see that high fives and stuff. That's think, called like everyone, maturity. Yeah. Everyone also wants to lift each other
0: up. Too. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like. How many times have you and I raced together and like we have zero beef? You know what I mean? But we'll oh, be shit. like, oh <gasps> man, that was oh. the sick like how many times did we come off the
1: track and be like, dude, that was the sickest battle. But I first moved here, I was like, I remember like asking like guys, being, are they friends? Like are they are they tight? Like <laughs> But I and... think
2: that's like the sickest part of it. Is because Lexi and I now know each other very well, but like if Lexi's going to ride me high in a corner, I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> like, like <maybe laughs> like, oh, spicy or something. But like, I think that's the most bitching thing ever. They're and and probably think, screaming. Yeah. And, and, like, and you can hear it from the stands. Probably. And like, I, like, yeah, we're all competitive. But again, like you say, it's maturity. And we're genuinely stoked. Yeah. That- or that person that just there's kicked our girls. ass.
1: Like, there's other girls at the track. Okay. We know everybody's experience. We know what each other's thinking. And, like, we could know you imagine if
2: I'm flipping is. Lexi the bird after she just kicked my ass, and like, oh my god, I love eighty-five it. shredder comes off the track, Emily, and just sees me like wanting to murder somebody, and then
1: Jessica like just posting it on Instagram, right? Because I on think, video? Like,
2: well, I never want to get better. Well, like, why would I ever get better at this sport? Totally. Why yeah. would I want to come back? Yeah. And it, I, it's yeah. such a fulfilling thing. Like, I want people to kick my ass. Like, it's gonna. That's the. <laughs> Yeah, trust a- me, I want to win. But like, <laughs> it's only gonna make us all better. Yeah, and that's yeah. The, another great thing about Moto is, like, you can stay in it as long as you want.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing with age too. I feel like, you would have asked me this if I would have been in this conversation. Let's say five years ago, I don't think I would agree. So I'll play devil's advocate really? a little this bit. Is great. This yeah, is like yeah. Perspectives. Like, I think, I think, like, I, I thought maybe female moto should be more like the guys whereas now i don't think that but like i could see that perspective of like maybe that's the direction women's moto has to go in for it to grow but i don't think that's the case at all because i don't think there's a single girl that comes off that finish line that if they didn't win didn't want to win or if they won don't feel that like i won feeling you know yeah so i think it's like it's hard I
0: think there's a lot of, like, the guys, too, though, that are very competitive with each other and very good friends off the track. Like, you have to, there's this balance, too, that you have to remember where, I mean, Kale says it all the time, where iron sharpens iron, where you want to have someone that you can, one, trust, and two, be competitive with. But three also help you get better. So if I can trust Where you did enough. He get that. That iron shirms iron. That's a thing. I, he probably listened to it it's on Rogan or something. Rogan. That's like, a, that's somebody a, like some
1: motivational that. guy says that. I that's can't a, remember. That's it. a Kale quote. That's like <laughs> no, Kale, all that's kale quote stemple. by Kale. I can't stop
0: slamming this You're going to, you're
1: going <laughs> to, it's fine. It adds like a base to our podcast. <laughs>
0: but I think that, um, If you can trust someone enough that you guys can go onto the track and have a good battle and you know that guy is not going to take you out or like try and be a jerk and you guys can help each other get better and like Mm. have you ever tried and like practice a 30-minute moto by yourself? Dude, I get so bored by like 15 minutes and Kale's like screaming at me on the side of the track. (laughs) But if I had like you're someone else to
1: be like that mean dad, he's, he's not that bad. I mean, he's... not her father. He's
2: not her dad, and he's not that bad. <laughs> but it's true. Like I totally get that. And any age, any gender, working yeah.
1: together. Oh, you're gonna get further. You're Sorry.
2: gonna get further. Like, yeah. How many times have you and I went practicing? And it doesn't matter who's
1: faster that night. It's it's how the story about, about the you guys calendar. doing jumps like first, like oh my beginning of the season. Gosh. Those
0: are good Kale stories. Taylor Charlie will die. Let's we'll do do it. It. Tell
2: that story. That's a good classic story. Calgary. Calgary Alberta, <laughs> Canada. For anyone that doesn't know <laughs> is winter. Six months, thirteen months out of the should spot. I should
1: bad. I play should I play Kale and Charlie in this this story because <laughs> I know you two are gonna try to like <laughs> do things and they're gonna listen back and they're like <laughs> yeah you
2: can be the devil's <laughs> I'll be I'll be them story. so of course it's winter freaking all 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 six months so we gotta take a good break off the bike and if we're still on the bike we're stunted riding, which. We're not doing national motos with our sons. We're probably screwing around. But we're practicing corners, corner tracks. In the parking lot because we can't out. ride the track. It's, it's so good. sketchy. So come first melt, everything's melted. We're like, we get to get the, our national track dialed down again. And we got two months until national. Thought <laughs> not from Calgary. There's this beautiful, beautiful four o'clock wind that comes oh. in every single day until the first
0: race in calgary oh, and one that's one. when the track opens at four o'clock it'll be beautiful because i'll be at the bottom of the hill working yeah. all day yeah like beautiful I'll be like oh man this is gonna be sick and then four o'clock comes track opens and you're like what so lexi and i
2: literally had dates that were like okay we're going tonight <laughs> we're going to the main track we're getting this jump down or like all the jumps, all the jumps. like we got to get back to what we were in the fall it's like we're our hair is going sideways. It's so windy, and we're just staring
0: at did each other. Did Kale
1: and Charlie agree with the wind thing? No, See?
0: not the first night. The first night they didn't. They're like, "You guys will be fine. You guys have to learn." Like, did and they then just after looked at me like, "You bitch. You're just."
2: <laughs> I told you, I'm then, being Kale. And Lexi try- and I are like, okay, it's great. Everything's great. We're going to go practice this. A guy gets blown off the track. track.
1: Oh, my God. And okay, he, Kale and Charlie here. Are, uh, is that a little bit of an over-exaggeration? Kale, no,
0: but Kale that. and Charlie are also different. because Charlie will be the encouraging one, <laughs> and then Kale will be like, get out on the track. And then he'll be like, remember that time at Pilot Mound when it was like I, the craziest I, windstorm? I like Charlie just
2: knows <laughs> that... All turned into a flying squirrel and just knows
1: how sketchy can be versus get. just and a normal CLP squirrel.
2: Like, like these girls know how to ride, but it's so funny <laughs> hearing both of them. And I'm just like meatballing around. And so that night, I think we couldn't even ride the main track. We had to go to the hill track, and that's yeah. when the guy blew off the track. On yeah, the, yeah, uh, on the that's table, exactly literally blew I mean, off the first track on on scene. Our classic, I'm he got guy no first day. And this guy is like, I just got blown off the track. And I'm like, yes, I get to go back to the pits
1: and tell them that somebody blew off the track, which it was so windy. So then we convinced. So, so nobody windy. else. Wait, wait, wait. Nobody else but you saw oh, the there person was, like, all off the seat. track. There was and there was, like, a, there was a body. And then there was, was like, okay, but he blew off the track. It was crazy.
0: And then everyone after that point, there was like 100 people on the hill track and one guy on the main and we're like k k k k so tomorrow tomorrow is going to be the was night was going to get better so we make this big plan we're going to come we're going to be there early dude it's even windier this it is was what, like a hurricane
1: this is this is what national prep
2: 2023 looks like <laughs> i feel like kale and charlie were both on the same page like this is
0: they're like you guys can't that? ride in this they yeah they like, said like actually
2: well, like it was like windy and this was the night it that lexi was, and i were like this is the time that we need to practice. Like, this is great. And they're talking us out of it.
1: They're like, this is
2: even windier than than we could ever imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. But...
2: but it was crazy. So, yeah, it was every single night. And then it was the day before the Nationals.
1: You guys, you guys procrastinated all the way to the day before the national. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was it the day that we were all out there? Like, the whole Yamaha team was there and stuff? Yeah, we just started yeeting jumps that night
0: that was the first no that wasn't that oh yeah that oh, was like mid-season I had, my my ankle was
1: broken at that point
2: i think i only there rode my 250 once because i think i was on the fe with the headlights yeah
1: you were yeah you were so you guys procrastinated from snow melt to round one to yeah, not to just jump.
2: riding but like we weren't not
1: jumping stressed. you were riding but not jumping <laughs> i don't even know how we got here but yeah it's so we help each other Really, we're going to tell each other. I don't know. You guys use each other against Kale and Charlie to get against you nature. out of things. <laughs> iron with iron makes <laughs> stronger. <rocker. laughs> iron. Mix. I don't know. Iron. Some, some shit, killed You we were pure iron now. Oh, I know yeah. Kale and Charlie are listening to this right now. Kale won't yeah. listen to this he'll listen to this he secretly listens to it i've seen his notebook he listens
0: (laughs) the only thing he's listened to is pulp and (laughs) broken Hi,
1: pulp
2: (laughs) (laughs) my god so yeah i think it's i think it's a great any age any person to ride with each other so i I feel like that's something that Mm -hmm. we really like
1: to promote totally and it's like even even if you guys didn't end up doing the jumps you guys both showed up at the track with the intention of doing the jumps multiple times, so you guys even even though you didn't do the jumps, you guys still rode together and okay. we we'll go to the other track yeah.
0: and pound out some laughs. Yeah, or like we just tow each other off of it, or we're like yeah. talk
2: about a Tearing corner. on I the side. talking about oh, that yeah. corner and gearing going into it, and we're just giving each yeah. other hot tips. And then Charlie and Kayler they're giving us hot tips, and Jess is giving us hot tips. No, and then never. Some random guys are gonna <laughs> show up and give us hot tips, right? So Stop you on the side awesome. of the track. <laughs>
1: And so that's a like, that's yeah. another podcast we'll get into. <laughs> so yeah, I
2: think it's, I think it's rad that it's just showing that yeah, as a community you can come together, do this rad stuff. You can, as an individual in an individual sport, get better at what you're doing, but you can get better as a group. And I feel like yeah. you by yourself kind of like hermiting yeah it might work for some people like that might be their way to become the best but i yeah. feel like where we're at in our industry at our point in our community i think it's a I, I, it's a great thing to
1: yeah i think it's it definitely pushes a mi- like there's a million pros to working as a team yeah. versus like on your own especially like in this day and age, in like 2023, women's sports are quickly growing. Women's motos also quickly growing. Great time for the U.S. women's. Great Canada. Like our series is pretty solid. Like it's oh, it's like I like it. I like how it's going. I like the direction. And then even for you guys just to be friends, for you guys to be having a podcast right now, the younger generation is seeing. It's like you guys are like setting a standard. Like we're not enemies. We're friends. We're trying to grow it together. And that's super cool. So, like, I do see that. You know,
0: it's you know, it's fun. What racing? But you know, it's more fun.
1: What Lexi?
0: Going on adventures with my best friends.
1: Oh, isn't she so <laughs> 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 oh my, like, this is so sweet. Oh my god, this is so no, true. But <laughs> if you were, in
0: my if I was going to be a competitive dickhead, I wouldn't be friends with you guys. But you and have a lot of trophies. go on cool adventures.
1: But trophies. Yeah. And, and get
2: better at riding, and get better. For real, like, all these fun adventures and all these rad shit, like, even going back into the day with, like, getting Megan mass comfortable on her bike and and just doing, like, for yeah. fun trail rides. And, and she still rides in Texas, right? Yeah, she's got her bikes out there. Not as much because she's not so close to the track, but she'll come here and ride. And she was a shredder, so she did her first race after doing <gasps> Surf and Burm. So she showed up and surprised me at one of the super-series oh, races.
1: Cool. Like she didn't tell you she was going to race? Did you she know there there's some out. epic video of me
2: like opening up the back of the trailer and just losing my beans it's I'm so oh, <laughs>
1: screaming. That is super cool.
2: Yeah, That's a so cool it's, story. It's kind of cool that like she came out and tried that and now her, she's got two kids. So I know her two kids. Two boys are, or a boy and a girl? Boy and a girl. And girls. Oh, so that, oh, they're like, going right to be shredders. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's, it's just so rad to see it come full circle and then yeah, and that's just, like, our community builder days, and it'll be so cool, like, the lessons, so with Surf and Berms, Lexi and I started doing the bolt lessons this year, mm-hmm. which is, like, a lightning bolt, but it means berms, off-road, ladies training. Love that. So it was lady-specific lessons, and we were stoked on it because it's, like, when you show up to a yoga class, you, you're, you could show up to the same foundations yoga class each time, but you're going to learn something new or you're going to practice the same thing, and Lexi and I are very passionate about the fundamentals of riding that there's so much to learn off a track and even going onto a track. But there's so much technique and ability and drills and things that are so overlooked or maybe not taught Mm -hmm. a lot that we started doing a lot of those. And we did um, like a new rider to green level group. And then we did uh, like a blue to black diamond group. So we kind of had two separate groups and we do them just little short stints on probably it was like once a week for for four to six weeks
0: yeah
2: and we did them in two and we just kind of did it as a trial run and it was amazing yeah we had had a great
0: time and I and it was kind of like we sat down and we talked about um because I mean repetition is a big thing of it too right doing those things over and over and over again knowing what drills to do one with a trainer but also on your own time so that you get comfortable to to the sense of, like, you don't have to think about it, right? Like, you don't think about pulling the clutch in or you don't think about some of those some of those sure. obviously fundamental things. But yeah. what I really enjoyed, too, was trying to get people out of their comfort zone a little bit, too, right? You can still apply those same principles at a beginner level to a more advanced level on the same obstacle. So when we were doing hills, for example, or yeah. or even when we went into some of the logs or even even through corners, hey, here's sure. how you do it. Like here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. And really breaking it down. I think on the female side of things, we really need to know why. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like I've had, I've had people tell me before, you just go in and you sit down and you pin it. Well, why, when, yeah. how? Like I, I don't operate that way. I need to it's like good. understand where my body is and why my body is doing these things. And, and breaking that down for people and then being able to see them have that like light bulb switch yeah. is really cool.
1: For sure. I forget what it was exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was this Bolt school you guys were teaching on the start gate. I I, I mean, I forget exactly what you guys were teaching, but in that Bolt school, you guys said something and just the way you worded it was like I've been riding for a long time. I've gone to a lot of these like schools and like pros teach you these things and blah, blah, blah. But it's like When you guys said it, it was almost like not saying girls speak a different language, but we kind of learn a little different than maybe some guys. And you guys were just saying things and it was just like clicking. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do that. But I never really knew why I did that. And it was like, oh, that is like these riders that are just starting through that program are going to be so much better riders and safer riders because they're learning the why. And it's like, I just didn't understand. That you could learn that. There's it's cool that you
0: say that too because I think that a lot of, uh, I don't want to like say a lot of parents, but my parents included, kept me away from moto for so long because they were like, we think that you're going to get hurt if you ride moto. But it was because they didn't know how to teach me moto. Yeah. So I had more opportunities to do more schools or that kind of stuff mm-hmm. when I was younger where I knew like the fundamentals of how to go over a jump without my ass touching the rear fender then I probably would have been jumping a lot safer for a lot longer. And I think people not knowing yeah. is what makes it so a dangerous. lot of, yeah, a lot of inner injuries happen just from being in the wrong position or not knowing how to correct when you're going over a jump or whatever that might be. I mean, there's a million scenarios and there are the things that just fluke things that do happen. And, yeah. um, but I think a lot, like my parents included were like,
1: where do we start? Totally. Like there's, it's hard to find that start point. And, like, those those bolt things are really cool. Like, I think that is huge for women's moto. And, are, yeah, you guys are doing it for guys, too, right? Like, I think you should if you're not.
2: Totally. So that was our plan. Like, we want to do kids' ones and mixed ones and yeah. anyone show up. And that's kind of why we broke it up into levels. We did have ones where it it rained out so we were still there so one of the when I was brought her son there and <laughs> but, but right so we we kind of <laughs> yeah we do it all this year we just started with the ladies only just to kind of branch off the berms one because we have so many questions on our berms nights that yeah it's like hey come to this and then at least it's Pretty much one on one. Yeah. And the more intimate you get to learn this and you get to have more tips than just following us around. I track. feel like
1: that's like like looking into other sports too. Cause like Moto is very like you go to the track and you just figure it out. for but sure. like you can hockey, go- soccer, all yeah. the other ones, there's like there's coaching, there's teaching, there's ways to learn. In Moto, it's like, how do you learn? Well,
0: this is different, like depending on what you're kind of training for, right? So I've I've taken Moto training where you have a trainer there, but it's more like, hey, we're gonna do this many sets of like we're gonna do a twenty minute moto, then we're gonna do a thirty minute moto, then we're gonna do like whatever. It's not so much the fundamentals or learning. Like mm. at, at at that point in my life, I was I still struggle with jumping, but even just the fundamentals of what that looks like.
1: Mm-hmm. And, For sure,
0: and so it depends on who you're going to and at what level you're at. There's definitely like specific courses and and people to yeah Taylor towards I I like,
1: like all i've seen like growing up is like hey when you get to like this level you now hire a trainer whether it's like whoever mm-hmm. and it's like that's just to get you to that next pro level like you guys are doing like the fundamental stuff i don't think was really i would never seen it i don't see it anywhere still well yeah. and
0: i always say to like everyone if you're sitting in a parking lot with a hundred guys riding bikes everyone's gonna have a different way of explaining something mm-hmm. to you and i think it is good to take lessons from other trainers so that maybe what I say doesn't click. And I think that's what is a cool dynamic between us two, where I can explain something one way and you can explain the same thing a different way. And maybe it makes more sense, but also as being females, sometimes we have different ways of doing things because of the way our bodies are built yeah, or because, Hey, I just don't like, I need to learn how to conserve energy better.
1: Yeah, If even, I'm going to be even,
0: riding for a really long time.
1: Yeah, even to, like, loading the bike. Like, I think girls, fa- like, we can do it. It's just not the same way as the way a dude does it. Putting your bike on a stand. It's like, I do it, but I definitely do it different from how guys do it. And it's just, like, my little T-Rex arms aren't going to reach where your <laughs> yeah. long-ass and bro arms just, are. We're
2: like, we want to be, like, we can do that. It's like, well, we just do it a little bit
1: different. Yeah, and it, and it's, like, where, like, how... Like, I just had to figure it out growing up by myself because, like, there was no girls. And now it's like, how sick is it that these young girls
2: have you guys to teach us? It's so cool how you say that because I know that was one of Lexi's, like, key points when she was, like, we've done this for so long and kind of making it up as we go. And we've had so much trial and error Mm -hmm. through this process. So it's like, how can we eliminate that and make it an easier process
0: for a new rider? And that's what I love about the... The berms bits that you've been doing too well. It's those? like you you have to take yourself out of your 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 circle, right, or your little bubble that you live in. And yep. it's like, hey, we're at the track, anyways. Do this, and let's just post a fifteen second video about it. I mean, to sit through an hour long video, I mean, nobody That's wants to do good. that. My attention span is is absolute trash. Three seconds max. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, like, for you to even watch it and be like, oh, I didn't know about that. Like, yeah. how cool? How cool is that? To it's learn like, something. Just... Don't and think about it. You're hilarious. Like yeah. that one of you like laying on the ground, I'm still dying about. Oh, like, I still
1: can't figure out like which way the camera was.
2: <laughs> was because
0: it? I was videoing it. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> That's, That's why. exactly why. <laughs>
2: we were professionals with that. But yeah, that was, was like dope. the other side of Surf and Berms is we're just trying to bring information to the general good of yeah. whether you're a new rider, an experienced rider, somebody that has no idea what a bike is, just kind of bridging that gap. And yeah. it kind of started as... You would get questions of, can you drive into the track? Can you bring your vehicle with a trailer with your bike? Like people just don't know that, right? And they don't really know where to get that information. So we broke it down into, hey, here's a whole GoPro of this lap of this track. Yeah. This is the gate fee. What you're gonna expect, like things to expect, whether it's porta potties, no porta potties. What's the track like? So we kind of had like started doing a couple blogs with that type of stuff. Anytime we go to a new track, we try and do that. And then it bridged into hot tips or garage tips that we could kind of yeah. help somebody there. And that's just open to the general good. That's... I think guys male. or
1: girls would like that. Like this, yeah. like
2: changing oil that and stuff. That was on YouTube. Yeah. We had more dudes that were stoked on the information because same thing, like they're learning as well too. Yeah. And then it's now kind of bridged into berms bits, which is our quick little... no love those. Any queer eye watchers <laughs> out there. It's like the hip <laughs> yeah. tips.
1: Because
2: <laughs> I love those. You get these like hot dips in you less than two minutes usually. And it's just something that can be funny, but you can yeah. also resonate with it as well, too. So yeah, those have been fun. We're definitely going to bring more. We want to bring that information to people and just make it easier and accessible oh. and all the good stuff. It's
1: endless, too. You can do those forever, like like especially in the summer. Anything you do like, oh, this could be a burn bit. Oh, For sure. Yeah, it's, it's stuff that it's you good. don't even think that. But everyone has their first with Everything. all
2: of it yeah so it's pretty cool and humbling to put yourself back into those shoes and walk through all that like Lexi and I did a full learn to ride with my mom after it's been pretty much 10 years once she's been on a big bike so it was just a full and she's the one that got me started into riding right so that was just and we filmed a bunch of it so we're going to be able to release some of that footage but it's like my mom's apologizing for all these things she's doing <laughs> which is hilarious we're like laughing and having a good time but we're telling you like if you're having these issues right now at this point of your life there's either somebody that's never even been on a bike that are for sure having these issues or are just dealing with the same thing like you took a break from it you're trying to get back to it you're nervous this is a big bike you technology has changed to to be like bikes are totally different so it's pretty cool to be able to put yourselves back into a new rider's shoes and everyone should do that all the time and yeah as a new rider you should never feel bad for being a slow one on the track on a trail ride on anything right like no. No, no, no. I always say I learned so much more from following somebody I always love being in the back yeah I'm usually airheading looking around just trying to find birds and mushrooms and squirrels while I'm back there. But <laughs> while I'm doing that, you're learning slow technique. You're watching technique. You're seeing this new rider go through spots that they see things differently than you do. It's so it's just so rad, right?
1: It's it's I feel like I said this to I think there was like a group of girls at Nationals, I'm pretty sure there was this year that were like, I sucked. I had a terrible moto, blah blah and like they were just like beating themselves up and I was just like so it was like the first time i was like guys like are you aware that you drove yourselves to a race without any dudes like it was a group of girls that went to the race and you guys finished the race did bad like did decent considering you all have full-time jobs this isn't your job this is you don't even work in the industry and you like finished a dirt bike race as a female Like, that in itself is badass. Like, that is, like, crazy. And then, like, they literally, like, it, like, clicked for them, and they stopped complaining about how they did or whatever. It was like, yeah, that is badass. Like, that right there in itself, I raced a Canadian Western National, finished the race, did whatever I did. You're the top forty
2: female in all of canada
1: in all of canada there's up there's, race. there's like a very small percent of women in canada that ride dirt bikes yeah. let alone got yourself to a race got the confidence enough to drop that gate like you whether For you sure. went as soon as it dropped or whatever you did yeah you went like you did it that is badass like that's there's very few people that do it and get to that point and like that in itself is badass and i think that more people need to just get credit for just that
2: for sure and i love that so much because that's something that i'm i believe so much is just riding off a gate for any level of race is the most like congratulate yourself just for showing up and getting
1: back there's no guy that can sit here and explain the feeling that that feeling for jet lawrence going into a1 like with that gate drop is the same feeling as what it is at super series at wild rose yeah. like it's the feeling like if you've done it you feel it you can't explain it it's that feeling yeah and if you felt it like that right there is badass
2: and it's humbling to then take the next step back and i know both you can relate to this and especially working in dealerships lexi you'll be able to relate to this is i tell so many people Daily with bikes when they're kind of getting down on themselves. I'm like, you once at one point could not let a clutch out. Mm. And I'm like, there is full grown adults that come into motorsport shops and all they want to do is go out on the street and ride a bike, and they have never let a clutch out on a bike. And yeah. that's people need to give themselves so much credit for even just learning that and yeah. being able to execute that, let alone
1: yeah. then
2: taking it out of the parking lot to the next step, to the next step, right? Like you're racing a freaking
1: dirt bike yeah that is amazing in and itself. like most of like most of the ladies class are like adult women that maybe some grew up racing some didn't and it's like you're this isn't your job like you're putting a huge risk on yourself like there's no need to be like uh, i didn't do good or blah blah, blah. it's just like it's it's yeah, it i hard don't know to yeah. yourself it's hard that, right it's hard so it's cool first it's also competitive to it. too it's yeah. like you're Like, the bros are like, oh, I'm trying to qualify, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, women's moto isn't there yet. Like, that's not where we're at. Like you said, fill the gate. Do the best you can. Show up. Like, that's the biggest thing. Show up. Like, nothing pisses me off more than a girl. Like, I shouldn't say this because I'm that girl. Like, a girl sitting, like, being at the track, not racing. Like, (laughs) and you have no real good excuse. Like, what's your excuse? Like, What's
0: your excuse, Jess? <laughs> that's, that's that's where I was like, ah,
1: I'm fucking myself here. I I have an excuse. i I have, a, I, have a, I have an excuse. <laughs> not working on it. I'm trying to get the ego down. Um, yeah, I think it's super cool that girls are showing up. They're racing. I think we need to get a little bit more on track here. um But yeah, no, I think let's see what where like let's say future surf surfing berms goals for women's moto sticking on that train what would be like like nationally is there any like like future plans is there like any like dream project stuff. go well, go big
2: well i think what we've really done lately is branch off into all all wheels type stuff and that's kind of something that i feel like it's the evolution of bikes whether you go from mountain bike to dirt bike to street bike that we kind of have all these little groups all over and we're just trying to bridge that gap that everything does cross over pretty easy and it's kind of something cool that, yeah, you might dirt bike, but you could just show up to the pump track in Calgary and meet some other rad chicks. So I think it's pretty cool. Bikes are bikes and we're pretty much trying to promote that on all levels, whether it's mountain bike meetups, pump track meetups, dirt bike, street bike. And then I feel like that's kind of where Camp Huckabuck started playing a role in our whole berms type events where... Camp Hakebuck is a ladies only two wheeled event where it, this was the first year we did it rented out extreme raceways. So it was a facility, the whole facility dedicated to just women, which is insane. I I think for moto, I've never really seen it in our area at all. So that was a huge up for us and it's camping and these ladies show up, they show up by themselves. they, can't have a dude drop them off like we kind of based that off of babes because we loved our experiences for so many years with that at first you think it's gonna be a huge technical difficulty but it's
1: rad everyone comes together and they make it work it's cool to prove to yourself that you can do it you don't need a dude and that's like a it kind of it seems like a jerk way to be like no dudes allowed like you can't get your dude to come or whatever but it's like if you really think about it It's bettering you in the end.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so cool. And well, we're all so capable. And I think women talk themselves down and convince themselves otherwise, but you can do it. And you know what? It's also the most perfect icebreaker when your buddy next door to you is like struggling and you're like, Hey man, I'll come help you out. Yeah. And next thing you know, you've parked beside each other for seventy two hours and your best friends. Yeah, you got a new friend. You got a new riding buddy,
1: like your step.
2: And then with Camp Pocketbook, so it's off-road moto, so we're trying to combine that gap of any girl can come. And then we also promoted, if you want to ride in on a street bike, come and ride in on a street bike, right? So I feel like my grand plan with all things bike would be just like that ultimate bike event where you have mountain bike, dirt bike, off-road all under the same umbrella and it's just kind of like seeing that. Maybe it'll be Camp Pocketbook. maybe we'll have a mountain bike trail or something but I think that was super cool with having that event, seeing the ladies that showed up. And then it was just 18 plus ladies Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday was all ages. So I just really like seeing those
1: And dudes on Sunday too, right? Yep, dads could bring anybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like if you can't
1: if you physically share a vehicle and you need Oh, was it like not like like just boys can come? It was just like if you need help from a guy. You You could like if you're Anybody You could
2: come pay your spectator fee and show up. So that was like our big one off event where we put the funds into it really planned it and had kind of like some cool fun stuff that happened and we i i think we'd love to keep doing that and yeah. for the community but yeah seeing that grow it'd be really it would just be really cool to have more bike disciplines under one umbrella like how we did that pump track ride this year and then the track ride and we had like sierra roth come on her bowhead bike right like that was so bitching like so sick that it's just like mountain bikes and dirt bikes and at the end of the day I think a Sierra is just like more butts on bikes is awesome yeah. like so those are super rad and I just think it's see where our bikes bring us like I would love to eventually have a eastern Canada firms event even if it's just a community builder right like we just show up at and just say hey we're going to volunteer our time here I think it'd be super sick and we have amazing sponsors that have been able to help us keep doing this, like Husqvarna Canada, they support us so much. And they're kind of the first ones to be like, Hey, what more could we do on these community builder nights that really give back to the community and Fox racing Canada I've rode for them and work for them. So for so long, they're amazing. And same thing, they support Surf and berms and they support our community builder nights. So those are our volunteer run ones. And then camp Huckabuck, so many more people came in. And got involved just on that one-off event just for female, right? So I think it, it really could go any way. I, I love just being able to have these community builders every, every so often, once a month, doing some cool stuff. And yeah. I would love it to bring us different places and teach new people and see like what's, a, what's overseas, right? And see those bikes over there and be able to train women or do classes. And mm. we'll see where it brings us.
0: Like you said, you do it all. I think yeah. you continued to surprise us with uh, yeah. all the things that Tanika White does. Yeah. But I think also on that note, like thank you on behalf of <laughs> Any... every female in this yeah. side of the country, uh, what you have done and just just to the ele- like the level and how professional everything is done. I mean, you're absolutely knocking it out. Of
2: it's heart. so nice. You can tell say this, and my instant is right back. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole community. It's so. Like I, I, like there's so much that goes into it. All you guys that support it, all the ladies that show up, all the dudes. Charlie, we got so many guys in the back end. Like there's so many moving parts. So in the, many in the background. So like
1: again, like that. That's the but at the end of the day, it's Danica <laughs> and <her laughs> makes it all happen. and all these sick just ideas. Notes, <laughs> a lot of notes. But
2: yeah, no, I just think I just think it, the more girls that we get into the sport
1: is just going to be better for the sport in itself and one day like somebody's gonna like there's gonna be like young bucks that are gonna start a podcast and they're gonna be like "Oh, remember the danika effect <laughs> 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 that's gonna be it. i just can't
2: wait until it's something where somebody's wearing a surf and berm sweater they have a sticker on their bike and they have no idea what that is like i feel like it's like you know what I mean, where they're just like, "Oh, I just thought it was a cool thing." Like, oh you know, yeah, like
1: they don't know where it started from, yeah yeah yeah
2: And I love it. We see it, dudes wearing it all
1: the time, and yeah, like that's just what it's it, about. It's just I feel like that's be, like right? the coolest is when like guy, like a couple guys have like said it to me, like, "Hey, that's like pretty sick. Can I come to that?" I'm like, hey, "Nope." <laughs> 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 it's
0: just so
1: good. Everyone come out, but I-, I think it didn't <laughs> say no, but I did.
2: <laughs> oh, and like at our ride nights. I'm like we didn't even touch on it like we have the gear swap like oh yeah that was a huge
1: thing too right Free gear yeah, that was <laughs> well <riders. laughs> is, it basically it, turned into that. that's basically oprah yeah she was oprah. like gear for you and <laughs> gear for
2: you and gear for you but right we're just trying to bridge that gap yeah. uh and lexi said it in such a great way in the starbucks parking lot five years ago <laughs> it's like how do we make it normal that people can show up and mismatch gear and they can ride whatever bike they want and doesn't have to look like a certain thing like riding bikes riding a bike and we kind of started this gear swap
1: because we <laughs> there was a lot of full sets matching sets just saying <laughs> yeah I
2: had some gear to get rid of and I was like this would be a great way to now it's done the opposite like I am going yeah. home with yeah tons of gear. <laughs> it's very
1: funny at that last sermon Burns. I was like I was like auctioning it off to kids like take this home
2: take this home (laughs) (laughs) it's great right it's like you can show up there's gear donated by riders for riders no you don't got to donate something to take something it's just we had riders at the berms and you can see photos of them riding at the start of the night in runners and too big a helmet and no gloves
0: and they're just got Boots that fit them by the end of the night. And goggles. It's, and they're my favorite thing ever so to see. And now that person is more safe. Totally. Yeah. So it's just like giving back the
2: little ways that we can. And we have, we have all levels of riders donating back to that. And all levels of riders taking whatever they need. And our only stipulation with it is
1: give it to the next rider that's going to need it after yeah. you. Yeah. That's super cool. It's like surfing berms. There's no words that we could put in. That would describe how sick it is. If you haven't been and you are local to Calgary, you have to go. Yeah, like you, you don't need a membership. No membership. It's literally just show up. Like, show up to a berms night. Yeah. Sh- like, it's so Ask easy. Ask us it's questions.
2: The we're there to answer any questions you need, any hot tips, any berms bits, whatever you want to learn. We're there for you.
1: Yeah. It's it's a go-to. Yeah, I want to know.
2: Everyone's welcome. All levels always encouraged. And yeah. Surf and Berms, we're here to f- fuel... The first ride or the best ride? Is that the slogan? It's one of them. It's one of them. How many do you have? I feel like I have a whole mission statement that I can't think of
0: right now. I feel now. like that was such a good closer and you just Ruined on. it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. can end it, it was... now. <laughs> My bad.
0: Classic. <laughs> like. if everyone has made it this far into listening to this Berms banter, which I hope they have, uh, Danico, what's the best place for people to figure out where to get involved? Okay. Where so to, to come? Surf and Berms has been spelled
2: very different ways. So it's S-U-R-F-I-N is surfing and Berms is B-E-R-M-S. Jess is looking at me like I'm crazy. What are the other ways to spell? Oh, there's I was a Brim last week. Yeah, I
1: was a message. Yeah. That was- so
2: yeah, we have a website, SurfingBerms.ca. we got social, Instagram and Facebook. We're always going to post our events on Instagram and Facebook. If you don't have social, go to the website. We have an email out list. It's me just jankily doing a bunch of <laughs> Not stuff. Not janky. Not never janky. janky. It's so
1: much detail. Nothing Danika does is janky. I
2: laugh when it goes like super uber stoked in a bunch of the captions because I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. But yeah, just find us and guy, girl, mom, dad, whatever you need. Never been to Moto. We're here to, we're here to support you and We want you to enjoy bikes as well too, whether that's a spectator or rider. So love the questions.
1: Perfect. Perfect spot to wrap this up. Thanks for listening.